this is Mombi, a paranormal podcast, where I bring you a new story of the paranormal each week. So grab your coffee, wine, or drink of choice, and let's go. There are these places across the planet that seem to either cause or attract strange and paranormal events. We refer to these places as triangles because they usually encompass an amount of land or sea that is in the shape of a triangle. These triangles have bizarre stories. Most people in the U.S. know, of course, about the Bermuda Triangle. However, tonight, we are going to talk about Australia's triangle. This area is called the Bass Strait Triangle, and it includes the waters that separate Victoria and the island of Tasmania on the southeastern portion of Australia. So the Bass Strait Triangle, this area has many reports of unexplained lights and sounds. Many disappearances have occurred in these waters. The weirdest parts of these areas is that why these things occur in these areas is really unknown. I mean, is there some sort of weird force or energy source that draws paranormal beings to these locations? Is it all just a coincidence? Well, tonight we are going to talk about a few of the strange stories that have occurred at the Bass Strait Triangle. So before we get started, I'm going to tell you guys that sorry that this episode did not drop last week. I know that I don't have very many people that listen, but I do have a couple. And um, I was down with COVID, so that was not great. I have been in my bedroom pretty much for the last like 12 days on quarantine from not only the outside world, but also my children. So. Today was my first day off of quarantine. My cough has kind of most, for the most part, gone away. Uh, Before I could barely talk, breathe, or, uh, you know, say anything without coughing my head off. So, uh, of course, I pushed this back. But I will be putting out this episode on my normal day. And then about midweek, I will put out another episode for this week. So there will be two episodes this week that will come out. And then we'll be right back on track for what I have episodes planned for now into the future. So, let's get started talking about some of the stories of the Bass Strait Triangle. Now, normally I go into, like, the history of something. I go into some different things. This one is a little bit different because there are really more kind of different stories that occur at different times, but all of them are located in the Bass Strait Triangle. So, the first one we're going to talk about is a boy named Jason Manifold and the Invisible Plane. So on October 21st, 1978, Jason Manifold's father managed to photograph a weird, unexplained picture of something in the sky over the Bass Strait Triangle. This isn't the weird part of the story, though. After his dad took this picture, he went into the shed in the yard, but left Jason outside alone. Jason then heard what sounded like a plane engine above him. We all know that sound. When you are walking around and you all of a sudden hear a plane overhead, you look up to see the plane, right? I mean, I think that's just kind of a natural instinct. That is exactly what Jason did in this event. But there was no plane to be seen. That's easy, right? I mean, it's probably just hidden by the clouds. It's up too high to see. At at least that is the explanation my rational brain goes to. But I mean, I don't know about you. I have a tendency to try, as funny as it is and as much as I'm into the paranormal, I have this thing with my brain where I'm kind of a bit of a skeptic as well. Like, I am probably the biggest paranormal freak that is also 
mostly a skeptic. I just always try to think of a rational explanation for what things are. Now, I really like when you can't think of that or when different circumstances kind of go on top of each other and you can't really overlook them. So I think that's why the paranormal really interests me, um, even though, like I said, my brain tries to be skeptical. The problem with this explanation is that Jason says that the engine sound then suddenly turned off. He said it's not like the plane noise faded off into the distance. Instead, it was like someone turned the engine off of the plane. I mean, this doesn't seem too paranormal, right? Well, hold your horses. Keep the story in mind as we go into the next story of Miss Hobart. Miss Hobart, you see, 44 years before Jason's experience, in October of 1934, Miss Hobart was an airliner. Miss Hobart was carrying nine passengers and two pilots on board. Without any explanation, Miss Hobart disappeared over the Bass Strait. There were no reported storms or weather events in the area that night that would explain why a plane would crash. But did Miss Hobart crash? Well, that seems to be the question. No people or wreckage were ever found. This is an area of water between two bodies of land. You would think that, like, if a plane crashed here, there would be some sort of evidence of it. Pieces of the plane, bodies, or something should have washed up on shore. But Miss Hobart just vanished completely. I mean, it was 1934. Planes probably weren't very good, right? I'm sure they crashed more frequently back then. Well, I looked into a little bit more about Miss Hobart and what type of plane she was. She was a De Havilland, I'm sorry, De Havilland HD 86 aircraft. And that's all Greek to me. Uh, probably you too, unless you're like an airplane specialist or something like that. And if you are, then hey, cool. Nice, nice for you to be here. Uh, but um, let me tell you why this information is important to the story. This type of plane actually had four engines, so if one or two of these engines stalled, the plane would have been able to still fly far enough to land. So basically, for the plane to crash, all four engines would have had to stalled out almost at the same time. But in the case that this happened, this plane was designed so that even if all engines stalled at the same time, the plane could still be guided for an emergency landing. So, I mean, really, when you look into it, it sounds like it was impossible for her to crash. I mean, probably not. I mean, let's look at the Titanic. <laughs> it's not impossible for things to crash and sink into water. Um, but, you know, I mean, planes still crash today. So to make it more strange, there was a transmission from the pilot of Miss Hobart. They reported hearing a plane sound around them. The last transmission that occurred before the plane vanished was that the noise of the engine had suddenly stopped. That sounds familiar, right? Now think back to Jason's experience 44 years later. He heard a disembodied plane whose engine suddenly turned off. Was he hearing the ghostly remains of Miss Hobart and her unknown fate over the Bass Strait? Or was it the invisible plane that Miss Hobart encountered shortly before her own disappearance? One year later, another aircraft vanished from this area. After radioing to Transmania's control center and letting them know they were approaching land. Now, on this one, a small amount of wreckage was found. 
but none of the five people on board were ever located. Are the planes the only thing that go missing? Nope, they sure aren't. In the 1920s, the ship SS Amelia J disappeared while entering the Bass Strait Triangle. The Australian military even did an extensive search using two military aircrafts to find the ship, but they also vanished during the search. Everything goes missing here. Oh my gosh. I mean, imagine you're a soldier and you go to the person in charge like, hey, I don't know how this happened, but like we lost an entire ship. So he's like, okay, send two pilots to find it. Like, no big deal. So you do. Then you got to go back to him and be like, yeah, um, we kind of lost them too. Uh, don't know where they're at. Any of them, the ships, the planes, anything. So these appearances occurred Strangely enough, at the same time that there were several strange lights reported in the sky over the area. You know what that means. Aliens! This is the first documented event in this triangle that was associated with possible UFO activity. Though it wasn't the first ship to disappear. So now let's talk a little bit about some UFO activity and let's talk about the Westall UFO. I will cover this one more in detail in the future, so... Spoilers! This event occurred near the north coast of the Bass Strait Triangle in 1966. Multiple Melbourne school uh, children and staff reported witnessing a huge disc-shaped object. They were questioned about this several times, but their reports were consistent. That's all we're going to do on that one because I really will. That one was a very interesting um, UFO experience, and I will uh, cover that sometime in the future. So... We're not going to go too into detail on that one, but we will talk about the 1978 Tasmania Victoria UFO wave. In in 1978, along the coastline of Tasmania and Victoria, there were some strange sightings. A couple reported seeing a bright light over them that actually came down beside their car and kept pace with the car as they drove down the road. I don't know. It didn't really go into a lot of detail about how long it kept pace with them. Or anything like that. But you'd have to be like, like, what in the world is like racing us down the street, right? I mean, that's just kind of strange. I think I'd probably stop and see if it stopped or, or maybe just like really, really, really speed up and see if it could keep up with me. But either, either way, I'd be definitely freaked out. One month after this incident, though, a taxi driver had to make a sudden stop when he, a strange green glow was suddenly in the middle of the road in front of him. When he stopped, he noticed his CB radio stopped working. He looked away from the road, and when he looked back up, the glow was gone. Then, a little bit later, there was a woman who reported a doorway suddenly appeared on her front property. The doorway, she said, was lit up and appeared out of nowhere. She said she could see through the doorway into the driveway on the other side. The story didn't go into how long the doorway was there for or if she went to investigate it. I mean, was this like a portal into another world? Is this where the other people have gone? I mean, if you walk through the doorway, would you be transported to another time, another planet, another place, another galaxy, maybe even another dimension? I don't know. It's strange. (laughs) That is a strange thing to just look out and you see a doorway. And it doesn't sound like it had a door to it. It sounds like it was just literally like a lit up doorway because she says she could see through 
to the driveway on the other side. So those are just some really strange UFO incidents that all kind of seemed to happen in 1978 in that Tasmania, Victoria area. Now let's talk about the Bruny Island disappearance. So Tasmania along the coast of the Bass Strait is an area that has many reports of strange lights coming from the strait itself. Sometimes these lights seem to come over the treetops and sometimes it comes from one of the several islands located in the strait. People in this area seem to vanish into thin air. One of the strangest disappearances was a young woman who disappeared from Brunny Island. After she went missing, investigators found all of her belongings, including her purse. The purse was full of money. These items were all in her room. There were reports of strange lights in the area that evening. So was she abducted by aliens or kidnapped? She couldn't have made it very far without her money. So if she ran away, she definitely would have taken that with her at least. So where did she go? Her body, no evidence of her, nothing was ever found. Of course, there are people who kidnap people. There are traffickers out there. I don't know if this is a problem in this area of the world or not. But those type of things happen. But maybe alien abductions happen too. Next, we will talk about, this is, I guess, one of the most well-known stories that have occurred in this area. It is the famous disappearance of Frederick Valentik. On October 21st, 1978, Frederick Valentik, who was a 20-year-old pilot, went missing over the Bass Strait. Valentik left Moorabbin at 6.19 p.m. He contacted air traffic control in Melbourne at 7.06 p.m. This strange radio transmission made this disappearance even weirder. So he radios Melbourne and asks about current aircrafts in the area. They tell him there are no known aircrafts other than his in the area at this time. Lentick then tells them that a large unknown aircraft had just flown over the top of his plane. He even reports he felt like the aircraft was playing some sort of game with him. He then notified them that it's flying over him again. Then he says, it's not an aircraft. This contact with air traffic control lasted six minutes, and then neither Valentic nor his plane were ever seen again. They searched for him for four days, but they never found any wreckage from his plane, and his body was never located. And in the transmission, this is an ex- I mean, this is, uh, he's 20 years old, so I don't know how much experience he had flying. I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he's 20, so let's say maybe a year or two's experience. But he should know what an aircraft looks like if it's flying near him or over him. There were no reported aircrafts in the area at that time. None. Like, air traffic control told him, there's no other aircrafts, it's just you. And then he literally says to them, over the intercom, it's not an aircraft. I mean, that's just crazy. It's crazy, and it's kind of spooky, and he was never seen from again. They never located him. They never located his plane, his body. Nothing was ever located from him. As far as triangles go, Australia's got a pretty good one. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would love to visit Australia sometime. I don't know that I want to go to the Bass Strait Triangle area. Uh, Maybe Melbourne. 
Uh, maybe Tasmania, but uh, I don't really feel like I want to go over that body of water. These triangles are all over our planet. Do you know any more of them other than the Bermuda Triangle? Because honestly, until like, I really got into paranormal things, I didn't. The only one I knew of was the Bermuda Triangle because it's the one we hear about the most here in the United States. But they're literally all over the planet. Are they gateways to other worlds? Do they draw paranormal beings to them like a beacon of energy? Or is it just a coincidence that these weird occurrences are reported in these areas? Well, that's up for you to decide for you. As for me, I feel like these areas have some sort of strange energy or power to them that either causes these events or attracts the events to the area. I guess if you don't believe in any of this stuff, then you have nothing to worry about. For the rest of us, for the rest of you, if you are near the Bass Strait or are going to be visiting there sometime, watch out for the aliens. And you know, don't walk through any mysterious doorways that may magically appear. I mean, just a tip of advice. Okay, well, thanks for joining me for this week's paranormal story. Go to my Instagram at Mommy Podcast and let me know what you think about the Bass Strait Triangle. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you see future episodes when they upload. Rate the podcast. When you rate my podcast and give me five stars, it helps me to build my audience. Uh, so follow me on all the social medias at Mommy Podcast and check out my website, mommypodcast.com, for episode notes and blog posts. You can also email me your episode suggestions and your personal paranormal stories at mombypodcast at gmail.com. Okay, mombies, until next time, may your coffee be strong and your wine be stronger. 